we haven't really seen the cusp of what's going on. We're looking at our market like a baseball game. Which inning are we in right now? Are we top of the second? Are we, you know, bottom of the sixth? Yeah. You know, I got to think we're early on still. Welcome to the Next Generation Podcast presented by Generations Bank. I'm Luke Hannon. And I'm Max Harrell. All right. Welcome back to the Next Generation Podcast. We're here with a much better looking co-host, someone that I really look up to, admire, and enjoy hanging out with. Cameron, you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, Cameron Clark here, local in Northwest Arkansas, grew up here in Fayetteville, work at Bennett Commercial Real Estate or Boutique um, Commercial Real Estate Brokerage Office in Rogers um, over off Walsh Lane behind Cross Church. And yeah, went to Fayetteville High School, University of Arkansas, grew up in the small business world. My dad's got a t-shirt business um, and kind of watched, he's had other other ventures as well too, all, all kind of in the small business um, lane and was kind of watched that growing up and saw that as, oh, this is kind of what you, this is what you do when you, yeah. when you, uh, you know, grow up one day. And, um, and so worked, uh, in the collegiate apparel business for, uh, five years after college a company called be unlimited, um, here out of Fayetteville. And then, uh, my wife, Lindsay, uh, Clark and us two, and then we've got a baby girl, Josie. Um, yeah. Josie is a good name. It's a great like name. Like your, like your lovely bride. That's right. Um, um, I'm sure, by the way, I'm sure she thinks that Jesse was named after her. So we maybe should not reveal whether that's true or not on this podcast. We, we won't talk about yeah, it. We'll we won't talk about one. it. We'll yeah. leave that one for another day. The mystery will never go unsolved. There we go. Um, there we go. Um, but yeah, so Lindsay, uh, she's been in the residential side of real estate for about seven years. And so as I was at BM Limited, we um, got into buying some small single family houses and um, turning them to long-term rentals or Airbnbs and rehabbing. Um, and I just loved the touch and feel of real estate. And so, uh, you know, meanwhile at Be Unlimited, um, the people there are absolutely incredible. And um, I got to see a, a business grow from about 13 employees to 150 when I left and um, now around 250 now um, since then. Um, but realized I wanted to be in real estate and didn't really know which lane within real estate was it a brokerage was a development uh, property management um, and so you know did what you do whenever you you know want to learn more started calling every family friend friend I knew in the industry in yeah. different markets and um, got connected to a guy named Clinton Bennett um, who was leaving another brokerage in town and um, that he was uh, able to start an office for and um, more of a corporate shop and um, they uh you know, were acquired by corporate and, um, he realized he wanted to do his own thing. And yeah. so, um, from there it was, uh, he and I hit it off and, um, realized that like he'd worked for his dad for the first seven years out of college and similar story to me. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, he was in a spot where he had new things he wanted to work on. And so, um, it's been a great, um, little partnership since then in 2020. So I've been in brokerage for three years. Three years. Okay. Um, yeah. And predominantly do office and retail um, here in the North Arkansas market. Yeah. So you and your wife together um, are both in the real estate game. Um, so your combined experience is several years then, right? Because you sure. guys have been 
uh, kind of dealing with this stuff for a while, whether you were uh, directly involved um, or just hearing it at night, um, <laughs> yeah, all the different stuff going on. So you've been pretty plugged in to, to the market and you grew up here as well. So. Yeah, and no doubt just like you where you've just yeah. seen, um, you know, I remember when, uh, when Pinnacle formed and everything, yeah. you know, and the, the promenade was built and, um, and remember not being able to drive up I-49. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's been just incredible to see all the change. And I think that's one of the things that drove me to want to work in real estate. Cause I was like, man, I want to know about this stuff before right. it's going up. Yeah. I want to be able to touch and feel and see firsthand. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's working in it and not really in it with Lindsay, but her doing her lane and me doing mine. And, um, it's, uh, it's fun. It makes coming home challenging sometimes because yeah. she's like, well, stop talking about <laughs> do this stuff. Do you guys compete? Do you guys have a do you no, all there's competition? No, there's no okay. competition. All right. But, uh, okay. Uh, Maybe we'll talk about that later too. But <laughs> She does want to just sit and relax and like, let's not talk about a building right now. Yeah, that's um, uh, well, great. Well, awesome. Well, Cameron, obviously, um, I appreciate you coming on and, um, yeah, thanks for having and, me. Uh, and taking over uh, Luke's role, who's out of the country and traveling um, man, traveling, traveling man. I know we can't can't keep that that boy straight, but no. So, you know, one of the things that you and I have talked about several other times before is just uh, obviously we live here. We live here in Northwest Arkansas, uh, which is if you are if you're from here or you move here, you have a different perspective on on what it is. Um, and you know, so you, you've had the ability and both of us have had the ability over, uh, you know, growing up here to just see all the change. So what, what are some of the things that you would maybe kind of point to as, um, you know, just the changes in the real estate market in Northwest Arkansas? And I know that's a lot, right? Because there's been so much that's gone on. Um, but you know, let's look at it, maybe a five and a 10 year look or look back on, you know, on, on how we got to where we're at today. Sure. Yeah. I think, you know, going back shorter first in the five-year lens, one of the funniest things is trying to explain to people who are coming into the market what it looks like today. Yeah. And you go to Google Earth and you look at Pinnacle and it's red dirt. Right. There's, I mean, I don't even think... You, they, haven't, they haven't updated? No. I mean, you can't even see Topgolf on there yet. It's like... Are you serious? No. I mean, so it's just, it's... It's laughable on that end. Uh, so, how often do they? Do you have any idea how often they update those things? No, that yeah. that would be good to know. Though is that like the the little car that's driving around with the with a huge antenna on the top that's like got a little camera or something? Yeah, I guess they need more of them. They need they need more of them out there. Well, it's like a satellite thing, yeah. Too right? Surely you just use a satellite and just take a picture and that that's what confuses me because I'm like, man, surely that satellite's going by. You know, every day, every like oh, how, however long. I, I that's where no I'm, idea. I'm not working for NASA. Yeah, I know. Um, well, we'll, to, we'll we'll have to figure that uh, one out later. But <laughs> that's crazy to think that. I mean, Top Golf's been here for what three years, four years. They're here. Yeah, COVID. They opened yeah. in COVID, right? Yeah, right around right around yeah, there. Um, and uh, and so that's where like trying to explain to someone who is whether it be a new franchise or. Um, you know, or an investor or, or a group of people who are coming to the market because um, they've heard about it, because they've read all these articles about what's happening here. Um, until they get here, there really isn't that, we, you know, the aha moment yeah. of, uh, oh, wow, okay, this is like totally different than I thought. Yeah. And uh, so that's kind of what I think first 
rewinding the clock five years saying, okay, there's a lot more, you know, five years ago, there wasn't, there was this large, a bunch, a lot more large scale on the horizon. Um, you know, and you've got, um, everything happening in downtown Bentonville right now that even five years ago, the leisure, you know, was just a dream and, uh, the Peloton yeah. building, it was, there was just so many things that now are starting to become vital pieces. And I'm trying to think when the momentary came in there, but it was still, you know, still very fresh in there as well too. But, yeah. um, and, and then you rewind in the clock 10 years, um, gosh, 2023, that's 2013. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. What, what were we what, doing? Yeah. <laughs> what were we doing in 2013? Uh, the, was graduating high school. Yeah, it was yeah. my first year of college. Yeah. Um, well, it, it was, maybe that doesn't matter. It no, doesn't matter what was no, going on during the um, Yeah, but. Just blurry years for yeah. us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just blurry um, years. But no, needless to say, like, I think the, the biggest thing when looking in the rearview mirror is like it's almost hard to picture the now and um and then now you know being at the now we can look forward to the next 10 years realizing like oh okay these these projections and population like it doesn't seem that crazy and um and then also the you know growth attracts growth and so i think a lot of things we're seeing on the front lines of the in the brokerage world especially in the leasing market is Okay, the because this metric was hit from uh, population demographics uh, metric or median incomes or households, and um, therefore this new franchise can come in, and you know then we we're, we're on the map now for this group. Um, so we're so we're opening the doors for more and more, um, you know, uh, opportunities for folks to come in that have to meet a certain threshold. Yeah, is that I, what you're saying? Yeah, okay. and that was where we go to a lot of these national retail conferences. I was out there a couple weeks ago and yeah. it's the ICSC show in Las Vegas and it's the biggest retail conference in the world. And so it's all these developers, franchises, um, brokers who are all out there doing retail real estate. And uh, so much of retail real estate is is metrics um, based off of cars that are driving by and um, because with all these franchise models, they want to know that they can do this average unit volume that um, – is sustainable and it's a good market for them to come into. And yeah. I was on a, I was, I was, I wasn't on a call. It was a, a group that came into town about six months ago and they were telling us like, man, we just totally wrote off the state of Arkansas because at first we look at the state, uh, the de- demographics of the state, then we kind of hone in the sub market. And so we just totally missed Northwest Arkansas. And, uh, and yeah. then I forget how they said they ended up getting connected to what's, what's going on here. But then they realized like, Oh no, Northwest Arkansas it's different than what's happening in the rest of the state. And that's, uh, there's obviously growth happening in the rest of Arkansas too, but what we've got here is special. Right. It's exponential, yeah. right? Yeah. I heard some crazy stat and it, it has been a couple of years since then, but like 33 people move in a day. Yeah. I, I think it's 36 now. Are you serious? Yeah. Um, so that's, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. Um, I mean, we're going to be, if we've got to be close to half a million, um, for the Metro, uh, mm-hmm. I, I think we're, we're five sixty right okay, now. Okay, so we, we're we over crossed. that. Yeah, so we we've crossed. crossed that. Um, so that's all right. <laughs> we made it. We're big time. Yeah, we made it. That's right. But you know, I think it's still. It's needless to say, it still feels like a somewhat of a small town. It does. Um, yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, it's um, you know having the perspective that you and I probably have from growing up here is just um, you know I, I still. Obviously, you remember where the red dirt was or where yeah. uh, pasture was um, or, or things mm-hmm. like that, but it does still feel small 
You know, you still yeah. feel like you can go somewhere and know somebody. Um, and so that, that part's unique. Uh, and, and I would agree in, in that, you know, that part has not lost its, you not lost the, the, the town vibe. I don't know how the metrics are calculated. Where do you go from being like a town to a city? Like, is there a, is there a you number? Know, I'm sure we You're, can check out Google and see what that, <laughs> I know we need to check what that out. turns there. But, but I mean, for even for you growing up in Rogers, the city is, I mean, West, West Rogers wasn't a, th- a thing, right? Really, you know, yeah. it wasn't yeah. um, now growing up until thousands of homes and yeah. all sorts of different stuff going um, on. So, all right. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's been really, really neat uh, to watch all the growth and, and it's been, you know, now you're, you're getting to be a vital piece of that and you're getting to be a part of that and see, see the growth as we move forward. So let's, let's take maybe a look forward. We can do a same, t- you know, kind of a five year and a 10 year lookout. So what, what do you think uh, the growth of Northwest Arkansas looks like, uh, you know, five years, 10 years? What what are your, like, future aspirations or, you know, I mean, you're plugged in, right? I mean, you're a plugged in guy. So um, tell us what you think. Well, uh, I'm trying to think how we go in and talk about this, but, you know, they're obviously on the 10-year horizon, there's... We're, by the way, we're going to hold you to everything. Everything, everything. Yeah, we're going to come back. <laughs> it's all public s- knowledge. Set a reminder. Everything I'm saying right now is public knowledge. That's right. Uh, we're going to set a reminder um, <laughs> in our phones, five and 10 years, and we're going to look at this. If there's any clients listening, wouldn't I'm not you, betraying you right now. Wouldn't you um, hate to be like a, a politician who just, you know, I feel like you kind of make some empty promises sometimes. Yeah. Um, and, dude, receipts are brutal. Yeah. Like having to go back and having to see what say, you sorry. said. And you're like, oh, yeah. gosh, sorry, man. <laughs> I was just way off on that. Uh, I didn't mean that. Anyways, go ahead. Um, well, I think there's the the one of the easier things to look forward to is the um, the infrastructure and um, things that the highway department is doing, are yeah. doing right now to enhance connectivity. Whereas, you know, we've just had I-49 run north and, north and south, and now we're going to have connectivity on the east and west, um, on the east side towards... Uh, Beaver Lake, and then the west side towards the airport. Um, whereas the being further east and west, whereas that's kind of been a deterrent in our in our market because it's just harder to get towards the center, and it's just formed along I forty nine. Like now, you know, coming out is is going to be a little bit easier. Um, okay. And obviously, the connectivity connectivity that's already happened on the north side of I forty nine going up to north of Centerton and. Um, and just allowing allowing access um, for uh, you know for businesses and people to live further out. Whereas, you know, one of the challenges we have right now in a growing market is uh, ha- housing affordability. And so, yeah. allowing people who live further out, who live in Pea Ridge or Farmington, and who can come in and um, you know maybe their business is in Pea Ridge or Farmington, or maybe it's not. Maybe they work at JB Hunt, or maybe they work at Tyson, coming in and out easier. And sure. um, but I think on the you know, obviously what's happening right now, we've got a lot of red dirt <clears throat> uh, churning and things under construction, you know, the yeah. the news with Costco coming out, that's that's big, I think. Yeah, I mean, we got red dirt right behind us. You know, yeah. there's mounds <laughs> of red dirt back there, um, you know, and, and I don't even know what they're putting in back here, but, uh, you know, it's all over. Senior housing. Yeah. Oh, is that Sist- what that is? It's living, yeah. Oh, great. Um, yeah, so if you know, anyone who needs a place. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sure, I'm any, sure I do. Any, any people that bank here on this podcast that may need a spot in a few years. That's right. Off uh, Pleasant Grove Road on the dad, West Side. Dad, mom, uh, I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we found a spot uh, for you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but, uh, 
no, I think on the you know the next five years, I think it's a little bit easier to see where um, some of these projects are being announced with large larger mixed use developments or um, you know everything. As we're, I feel like we're talking about you know Pinnacle a lot with it being just right here, kind of Maine and Maine and Maine. But you've got the district right across from Top Golf where all the multifamily units going in the hotel and. Um, yeah. You know, and then the Whole Foods development going in there across the east side of the highway. Yeah, so um, that's a major deal there. Major deal. Yeah. Townhomes, apartments, and then I forget the total square foot number of retail that's going in there as well. And yeah. you've got record, um, you know, people are asking record high rents in the market, whereas yeah. just we're, you know, it's kind of crazy to people here first where these like local businesses are like, whoa, what are you paying? You know, yeah. And it, I guess that is a real fear of, how you know how these smaller businesses are going to be able to keep up with the rent growth? Um, yeah, but the the ones that do well though are going to continue continue to succeed. Um, yeah, I think is the um, you know my thought okay. there on that. So um, um, two things infrastructure wise. All right, bike trails. Oh yeah, we got a lot of bike trails. We do. And I'm a, I'm a cyclist too. I love. Are them. you okay? Oh, yeah. All right. So we're gonna have more. Right. I mean, yeah. it just feels like. There feels like part of the culture now that's yes. that we have. Yeah. You got to own a bike now. I know. I know. Uh. <laughs> and, uh, just feel like that's a disaster waiting to happen for me. If anyone is listening, start a GoFundMe for Max for a bike here. Oh, uh, they're expensive. <laughs> they are. They are. I feel like, the, you know, I feel like uh, I've already got an expensive hobby. And yeah. for me, golf is an expensive yeah, hobby. For me to add another expensive hobby um, feels like a tough ask. And, and so, they both take about the same amount of time. See, you know, yeah. Uh, th- that's that's the other thing. That's which is why, you know, I I probably should play more golf. I think I love the direction the sport's going right now. I feel like it's becoming a little more casual. And, yeah, today's and, a big uh, day for that. By the way, do you see all the merging? Uh, yeah, Live that's crazy. Yeah, PGA Tour. Um, which do we know what that really means yet? No, I mean like not yeah. at all. It <laughs> just means that either that probably just means that somebody's making a lot more money a lot of that. But yeah, crazy. Yeah, crazy. Well, Anyways. let it be. Let it be known. What's June sixth? That's right. That's right. Twenty twenty three. We're not releasing um, this news, but <laughs> I feel like you know. For those of you listening afterwards, this was the day. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, um, but yeah. So all right. So bike trails. Yep. Yeah, bike trails. And, and obviously, I think that's becoming a. Not that it wasn't already a major amenity, but I think it's being known for apartment developers or you know retail developers or whoever is going in like, oh wow, let's you know let's or even the businesses that are inside those developments like, hey, we can advertise we're on the trail and yeah. uh, and not only are we on the trail, there's these other businesses that are on the trail next to us um, and the, and you can live close by um, and uh, and then obviously with the new home office coming in, like the trail's going to go right through there and it's going to be you know, very open, like a college campus. You can go through and walk and see everything. And um, I think that's going to be really special when it's done. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's awesome and super exciting. And I'm glad that you love that stuff. And I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you stay. How about, that's just your lane. I'll let you stay in that lane. (laughs) Um, No pun intended. So, uh, and then the other thing, all right, roundabouts. Oh, what do you think about them? I don't know, man. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not a big roundabout fan. I, I get their purpose, okay? I, like, I understand yep. it. But when we start going with two-lane roundabouts, I feel like we're just asking for accidents. 
Well, there's a new one that just went on on, on Champions right by our office, and someone literally just drove over. It. I mean, and, and it was I've thought and I, about it before. Yeah, I, I mean, I, mean I, I was like probably five seconds, maybe ten seconds away from like that happening live with my car and their car at the same time, and so thank goodness. But yeah, um, you know, I, I, we're definitely learning still as okay. a market. We're definitely you know, we've had them for five years now or whatever it's been, but it's maybe longer. Maybe it's been ten years, but we're still learning. It feels um, like it's something we got really, really excited about, and then there was like eight roundabouts. And wait, then, do we know what to do about this? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and and then it was like, okay, maybe uh, we ought to we ought to see how these work first. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Um, again, like, like I think they're looking at one here on the corner of uh, Bellevue at the intersection of Bellevue and Monroe, uh-huh. a roundabout. Yeah. Um, I just I don't know. I don't see it. Yeah. If you're okay, if you're a large truck too, like there's a lot of 18 wheelers that go down that. It's Arkansas. I mean, yeah. how do you get through that thing? I don't know. I feel like you got to go over the top of it. Yeah. If you're that big. Yeah. You know, cut the know. gap. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, all right. Um, I, that's just for the city planners out there. Um, I don't know. Maybe we just maybe we get some information data on our current roundabouts, and then we decide whether it's a it's a it's a good move moving forward. Yeah, what's the ratio of roundabout to accidents here in I mean, Northwest Arkansas? I, I feel like it's I don't know. I feel like it's high. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. But um, yeah, so so that's exciting to hear about all the new infrastructure and you know uh, being here every day is is exciting. You know, you see something new pop up um, almost every time you know, we drive yeah. down the highway. So, well, and I think the, you know, just talking to people who may not, may not be in the industry here, you know, I think the question is like, Oh my gosh, how can these office buildings be like, are they leased right now? Or is, yeah. why are they building these? Or are these, uh, you know, all these new apartments, like how do they get building these? It's like, well, the, the, the fact is, is this, these things are being leased and, uh, um, you know, whether it be across whatever asset right now, like whether in the industrial, these warehouses, um, these retail centers, these apartments, um, and, and these office buildings too. Class A office right now is hot in Northwest Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, there's a. That's why more is being built. Yeah. Um, well, that makes sense, right? Yeah. You would hope that uh, that they wouldn't build more without without yeah. understanding <laughs> the, 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 the true demand. Yeah, the true demand um, there. Um, but but well, that's great. Well, and I think some people don't, it just it's hard to to sift through the national news, and especially right now. When and there's the oh my gosh, cost of capital is is significantly higher, and what's going to happen with all these commercial real estate loans? Well, and and on, on as far as it relates to vacancy um, in in the market, nationally, fifty percent of the office vacancies are in seven only seven percent of the U.S. markets. So, wow, um, the large number of those are are just in a select few markets. So there's, um, it's pretty highly concentrated. Yeah, it's highly concentrated. Um, and, you know, like we say in here, yeah. here in Northwest Arkansas, we, we're at a unique place. And some people use the word insulated, but, like, I think there's no doubt are we getting hit by, um, you know, everything that's happening nationally. And, I mean, yeah. you're you're a part of it. Yeah. Just money's, yeah. money's not cheap anymore. And, no. Um, but I, I think it, we're in a good place Good. Relative. Well, and, and that was going to be my next question. Obviously, um, you know, uh, the national economy is at a uh, unique position, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think technically we we at least were in a recession for a point. I think you had two negative G- yep. GDP quarters, which constitutes a yep. recession. Uh, I don't know if it necessarily felt that way to everybody, 
but um, you know, here, like you said, we've used the term insulated, but also, um, you know, th there will be some effect um, if there hasn't been already. So I'm curious to hear your take um, on, you know, the, the different sectors uh, within our specific um, location of how do you think those will be affected, if affected at all? Uh, what does the real estate market look like as we kind of navigate this this unique economy that we're currently sitting in? Sure. Um, well, I think the, I mean, first off, just high level, I think the, you know, thing that we're seeing and and, and uh, experiencing right now is it's just more expensive to live. Yeah. Like, obviously, you know, Northwest Arkansas, housing is housing prices have risen, but it's like, I mean, I was at Harps yesterday and I was like, oh my gosh, like, how did I spend 175 bucks at Harps for like a what I thought was like a quick little grocery run? But yeah. it's like just the, there's just, it's just life is just more expensive now. Um, and uh, which is sad, but, uh, um, but as far as the different asset um, classes within commercial real estate go, um, uh, I'm trying to think, I mean, so you've had, you know, we've been at a, you know, the, the hottest class here over the last few years has without doubt been industrial. And uh, we've been, been at a 1% inv vacancy rate industrial second half of last year. And we're starting to creep towards a 2% oh, vacancy rate. Oh which boy. Is, I know, one more oh boy. one more percentage point. That is crazy uh, low. Uh, I know, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's insane. And uh, I wish Palmer from our office was here right now. He's our industrial specialist, but he could speak to the number of yeah. gr ground up developments that are happening right now. But yeah. e even there... Uh, you know, I, I I don't really think you know the the asking rates have gone up significantly. And you had we've had some tenants who've you know been a blue collar um, tenant where you've been a landscaping company or a yeah. uh, HVAC company or electrician and, and um, maybe thought, oh hey, you know my landlord's trying to raise my rent now. I'm going to go find something else that's uh, you know I can be in month to month and yeah. and I. Because I've been here for ten years, I can you know find something else. Screw him. Yeah. Well, it's like, well, it's hard out there. Right. It's like yeah. you're probably not going to find anything. No, you're probably and, and if if you find it, it's double what you're paying before, yeah. and you're going to be locked into a longer term lease. Yeah. Um. So the um, grass is really not always greener in no, that situation. No. So if you're listening right now, stay in your lease. Stay where you're at. <laughs> Renegotiate your lease. Yeah. There you go. Uh, lock into a long term uh, deal with your landlord if you can. Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, you know, then and as far as like retail goes, which is probably the majority of what I do, um, the, I think the most challenging thing there is like new development, and um, where we've you know we've got these kind of larger players, but you've had these more regional guys that have been able to develop a small strip center and and lease it out, uh, and new businesses new businesses can come in and um, um, find a place in the market where like that type of development is a lot more challenging, which I'm sure you're seeing, you're probably not doing any of those loans right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, I think that's the, the, really the, been the big change. Yeah. Um, and you know, nationally retail is very tight. I think, you know, where it was kind of industrial kind of being the hottest asset class retail starting to kind of move in that sector where, okay. because rents have gone up significantly. Sure. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're seeing it and just constantly wondering, oh my gosh, are they going to get that? And then, yeah, they do. They get that. And it's like, yeah. I was on a call this past week where a, it was one of our, one of our listings. And, uh, you know, we we're working for the landlord and the landlord says, Hey, here's what I want to charge. And, and, um, you know, and you, obviously we're advising our client too. And like, as far as, not a good idea. <laughs> um, 
but at the same time, you know, when we're pushing, try, constantly trying to push the needle for, uh, you know, for our client, yeah. um, do the best thing for our client. But another broker called me and like, hey man, where did you get that price? I'm like, well, what else are you going to lease? Yeah. If you want to, if you want, if you want to be at Maine and Maine, find something else. And it's like, and uh, which you know, there's good and bad to that. Yeah. Well, it's like, so so do you one? Do you believe that's sustainable? Um, mm. You know, uh, that that feels it feels potentially um, niche, right? Yeah. A little bit, but one, do you do you feel like that's sustainable? Um, and two, uh, if it's if it's not sustainable, um, you know, where do we maybe go from there? Yeah. I, I don't think we can see as much rent growth as we're seeing right right now. I, I don't think that's sustainable. Okay. Um, especially even when talking to some of these national franchises of, you know, they're looking at some of these numbers and being like, man, that rent's high or that's what we're paying in a much larger market and like yeah. where we can pull more people to support this store or the site. And it's like, well, I don't know. That's the that's the rent here. You know, this is, yeah. what, this is what it is. And I don't think we're not – Necessarily seeing a lot of tenants, you know, shy away from space. We're still seeing tenants compete for space. Good. Um, but the question is, how long can that last yeah. when the when the rents keep driving up as quick as they have? Yeah. Um, which and and to everyone listening here too, we still nationally, you know, we still have lower rents. Um, yeah. Than larger markets. Well, that's what I was going to ask you too. So obviously, we can describe ourselves as a metro area here now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, if you're, uh, what are we trying to m- maybe compare ourselves to at this time? So you hear, you hear a lot. I've, I feel like I hear a lot about the the Dallas Fort Worth metro area. Um, you know, I've even heard, um, you know, other potential metro areas, including Austin. You know, obviously those are in mm-hmm. Texas. Um, maybe Nashville and things like that. Are, are we comparing ourselves at this time to those types of metro areas, or uh, are we just kind of our own unique deal at this time? I don't know if we're comparing ourselves to them, but I think we're looking when, like we were talking about earlier, the 10 years in the future, I think we're looking down the lens and we're looking at each one of these markets and saying, Oh, here's what Nashville maybe did well, or here's what Dallas maybe didn't was done well. Here's what Austin has done well, or, you know, or, or, or mistakes. And, yeah. uh, I was in Nashville this past weekend one of my wife's good friends and their family lives out there. And, um, it's, you know, I feel like we have so much construction going on right here, right now that I'm, and going out there, I'm like, oh my gosh, like yeah. this is nuts, and all the new concepts coming in left and right, and uh, we uh, have done some uh, done some business out there at one point, um, and uh, typically when when brokers do business in another market, you know, you you, you co broker with a broker who's on the ground who knows the market well, and so you know we we sent some business over there and. Um, we're, we're, uh, talking to one of the brokers out there and like, man, how in the world did you stay on top of like these prices changing so fast? And he's like, man, well, this institutional money kept coming in and paying prices that the local guys thought were crazy. And then they were right. And yeah. they did it again. And then they were right. And then they were right. Which, you know, that was also in the last 10 year swing when the economy, you know, on national scale was, was doing really well. But I think we haven't really seen the cusp of what's, what's going on. Yeah. Um, I was talking to another guy this past week. If okay, if we're looking at our market like a baseball game, which inning are we in right now? Oh. And uh, is it are we top of the second? Are we you know bottom of the sixth? Yeah. And uh, you know I got to think we're early on yeah. still. Um, um, that's that's an interesting just, way to describe something. Yeah, I, I, it's the first so. time I've heard someone use that analogy. Yeah. Um, huh. 
Well, that's neat. Um, well, well, great. Um, well, man, I, I really appreciate your insight on all of that. Um, obviously, it's been really fun to watch everything kind of come up and no doubt and be a part of it, and and you get to essentially have a front row seat to that. Well, so. and also just y'all partnering with people here and the businesses that y'all partner with, and and uh, I mean, for everyone listening, Generations has done a lot behind the scenes to make a lot of this stuff happen. So um, that that's the fun part about local and community banking. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and we talk about this in another in another podcast um, or, or in another episode. But that's the really fun part is getting to be a part of all of this. Yeah. Um, and and you mentioned it early on. You know, you get to kind of see, touch, and feel what's sure. going on. Um, and and it's been really far and, and really fun to be a part of that. And that's one of the things about local and community banking is that uh, we're here implanted in this community, mm-hmm. uh, driving attempting our very best, right, yeah. to drive growth and to be a part of growth. Yeah. Uh, we're the ones going out, uh, you know, investing in, uh, you know, making loans to to, to small businesses to grow. Yes. Um, you know, and, and, I, and some of the, sometimes I think, uh, and we've talked about this before, maybe is that bank can be a four-letter word at times. And, and so, um, you know, being able to understand, you know, how how a community is is growing, how it's driven for growth. And so that's been really exciting. Uh, to be a part of that, um, you know, on a, on a little bit different lens than you. But. Well, well, on the consumer side, I think there's there's one thing I've learned is like a bank that understands the community, like you know, that's it, it's really important. And I think a lot of people say that, but like there's there's one thing if you're like if you're living it and you're in it, and yeah. uh, I think y'all do a really good job of it. So well, thanks, man. I, um, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, man, I really appreciate you you hopping on with this. Um, uh, I've got a couple questions here to wrap us up. Okay. And oh gosh, you're not aware of these <laughs> questions, so there. Here we go. Might be out of left field just a tad. All right, all right. So you talked about being limited earlier. Yep. I want to know the favorite your favorite T-shirt you guys have ever made. There. Oh my gosh. Um, and can you, if I were to ask you to make a T-shirt, could you do it today? I could do it today. Okay. I, I would have to. I would need the proper equipment, but I could go in and all right make it happen. It would be sloppy, but. I could do it. I don't know. Some some uh, people call that art, by the way. <laughs> so. uh, and for everyone listening, I'm not an artist. If you could already tell, <laughs> I, was, I was the guy on the on the the sales side, the account manager side. There you go. Um, but uh, t- favorite T-shirt ever. And uh, you know, we always did a lot of fun T-shirts whenever the Hogs were uh, going far in baseball, which is this is terrible timing for oh, no. saying. I'm talking about this right now. Um, yeah, I know. It was a it was a rough rough regional patch. for those of you yeah. that are out there. We yeah. Um, hey, I, I hope TCU goes on and wins it all. Um, that's all Agreed. I can hope here at this Agreed. point. I'm tired yeah. of running in to the buzzsaw. I know. All right. Know. <laughs> like the last four teams that have beat us have won, have yeah. won the national championship. So I'm kind of tired of that. I know. Maybe we find somebody that, you know, that yeah. doesn't win the national championship, but brutal. I know. Um, part of it. But yeah, we always did some fun shirts for that. Yeah. And, um, we, uh, as once again, not trying to get, down a sad story path. We had a really amazing T-shirt line designed the year that we almost won it all, and uh, we were all at, at BN Limited, you know, ready to the the machines were fired up, ready to start printing everything. Had had probably five or six different you know designs going with hats and yeah. shirts and polos, all about um, winning the College World Series, and we did not print any of that. Okay, know? do so. you have any like prototypes that have? Because that was eighteen, right? Do you have uh, any prototypes yeah. that have like 
2018 national championship. We do. They're Arkansas. they're in an arch- archive somewhere. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> I was always wondering what they do. You know, the like the NBA finals are going on right now. Sure. Yeah. So what do they do? Because you know they oh, print t-shirts and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like how much do you have to discount that stuff? I don't. Like, I, I don't know. Where, where do you give them? Where do you give them away? Yeah, you can't give that away. Uh, no. Luckily, we hadn't printed anything. It okay. was just we had all the blanks ready to go on the machines, there and so. Um, you guys outsmarted it. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah, that's favorite T-shirt. But we we made a lot of T-shirts. So yeah. Well, well, Cameron. Hey, I really appreciate you spending some time with us. It's been Enjoyed it. been great to learn uh, all the different things going on. Especially, you know, we talked specifically about Northwest Arkansas, which is you know where we're at here today. And uh, man, I look forward to it and hope to have you on again. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you liked this episode, please leave a five-star rating and drop a review. Follow us on our socials, which can be found in the show notes below. We will catch you next time.